Welcome to our podcast. I'm Pastor Mark Voss. Today our congregation is celebrating Confirmation Day, a day when we witness our young 8th grade confirmands stating their vows of faithfulness to the Lord. It's an opportunity for all of us to think about the promises that we've made to our God and our struggle to remain in the true faith until the Lord brings us home. Our message today is based on Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Our sermon is entitled, Your Spiritual Survival. May God bless you as you hear and take to heart the truths of his holy word. We pray. Lord Jesus, as we turn our thoughts to this portion of your word this morning, send the Holy Spirit into our hearts so that we may not only read and talk about your word, but take it to heart. Teach us to see the vital role that your word plays in our everyday life. Equip us to apply it in all that we plan and do. Open our hearts and minds and ears and deepen our understanding. And through our study together, may this all be done, not for our glory or simple knowledge, but for your glory and praise. Amen. In the name of our precious Savior, Jesus, my dear friends. It all started, I suppose, with the TV show Survivor more than 20 years ago now. Today there are survival shows of all kinds, one more extreme than the last. Individuals that are living out in the middle of nowhere trying to survive all with the hope of being the sole survivor and and winning the grand prize at the end. True survivalists know that there are some things that they need to prioritize if they're going to survive. They'll need water. They'll need fire. They'll need shelter. They'll need food. Then, of course, there are the predators that they face when they're out in nature. Ferocious animals that are looking to steal away the little bit of food that they do find, or worse yet, hoping to make dinner out of them. In a sense, we're gathered here in God's house together today, fighting for our spiritual survival. Please trust me when I tell you that I am intensely interested and concerned for your spiritual survival. And that's especially true as we once again celebrate Confirmation Day here at Divine Grace. It has been my absolutely undeserved privilege to shepherd some 32 eighth grade confirmation classes now. In addition to them, dozens and dozens of adult confirmands over the years who were confirmed in the Lutheran faith after taking doctrine classes. It is, quite honestly, one of the greatest joys of ministry to be able to share the eternal truths of the gospel of our Lord Jesus and to watch with delight as more souls are gathered into the church of the risen Savior. But if I'm being honest, there's a certain tension that exists underneath the joy 
of seeing people gathered into the church. I can't help but wonder, will they survive? Because Satan hates to see people being gathered into the church. And so he sharpens his claws. The the word of God tells us that he is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. He tries to devour the souls of the saved with his tricky temptations and his bold-faced lies and his empty promises. And it's not just him. We all have within us a completely corrupt, sinful human nature that is is constantly warring against our faith. And to top it all off, we live in an increasingly ungodly and unbelieving world, a, a world that has completely normalized things that God has forbidden and warned us about here in his word of truth. Will you survive spiritually? I hate even saying it out loud, but I have watched with pain as so many over the years who had been gathered into the church drifted off and fell away. Will you be a spiritual survivor? There's no reason for overconfidence but there's no reason for despair either. You need to know that the Lord your God will never leave you to fend it by yourself all alone as you live in the wilderness of this world. And graciously and deliberately, that God has placed into your hands a survival guide. We call it the Bible. And so on this happy day in the life of our congregation, through a couple of verses from his survival guide, take to heart what the Lord is telling you. Because at the end of the day, it really is just this simple. He's telling you here for your spiritual survival, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will make your paths straight. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not rely on your own understanding. That that sounds so simple. But it isn't. And our lives are littered with all kinds of evidence of the times that we have relied on our own understanding and have failed to trust in the Lord with all our heart. Times when we chose to do what we chose to do, even though it was the opposite of what God told us to do here in his survival guide. So picture someone stranded for days out on the ocean, fighting to survive and beginning to die of thirst. And the person looks around and says, well, I've got a whole ocean full of water here. I'll just start drinking. But of course, it's salt water. You can't survive on salt water. Seems logical, seems right, but it'll never work. So think of the times when we've tried to rely on our own understanding. Think about the times in your life when you have tried to quench your spiritual thirst with sinful things. 
Things that maybe seemed right given your situation. Things that we've rationalized by saying just this once, as though we know better than the Lord our God. Times when we have relied on our own goodness, on our own moral character, and our own stellar behavior, thinking that we could somehow be our own Savior. We can't. The one who holds all power, the one who knows all things, the one who loves you with a relentless and unstoppable, unyielding love pleads with you not to rely on your own understanding. In fact, that's why he calls on you here. He says to trust in the Lord with all your heart. The Lord. That's, that's a name, the Lord, that's used here in our text that is his covenant name. It's the name Yahweh in Hebrew. And the Lord gives us a definition of that name. He gives us a commentary on his name. And in Exodus chapter 34, he says that that name is a reminder to us that he is the compassionate and gracious God who is abounding in love and faithfulness, the one who is forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. He's the covenant God. He's the one who covenanted with us to send us a Savior and then make good on it, of course, by sending his own dear son to pay for our sins at the cross and by raising him back to life again, glorifying Jesus at his right hand for all eternity. So listen, when, not if, but when, you find yourself struggling to survive in this sinful wilderness, don't rely on you. It'll never work. Put all of your trust in Him. Focus yourself on what He writes here for your spiritual survival. Take in His forgiving love. Understand that He solved your worst problem in life by finding a way to do away with your sin and the punishment that it deserved. There is only one way to survive death. And that is through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ because no one comes to the Father except through Him. He has conquered death and with that problem solved, everything else that we face in life gets put into perspective. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't hold back. Don't rely on you. Don't trust in your own skill, your own understanding, your own prowess. Don't try to go it alone for even one moment. Know that God has joined you to Christ, has made you a co-heir with Christ. Everything that Christ has is yours through faith in him. You are a dearly loved child of your Father in heaven. He will never leave you or forsake you. Trust with all your heart that he will never take you somewhere that he cannot uphold and sustain you. But put your trust, all your trust in him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. And then our text goes on to say, in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Okay, but practically speaking, what does that mean? In all your ways, acknowledge the Lord. Well, the Hebrew word that's translated acknowledge there really has as its root meaning to know. Know the Lord. In all your ways, know Him. Well, how do you get to know God? I hear more and more people in our world today giving their philosophy about God 
who they think God is, what they think God accepts, what they think that God teaches, and where do they derive all of this from? Well, it's just from their own understanding. It's from what they feel that they want to believe about God. It's nonsense. Friend, there is no other way to come to truly know God, to know everything that he wants you to know, than through this, his holy word, the Bible. We need to know the Lord through his revealed word of truth. Everything is riding on that. Don't you see how these two verses of our text fit together? See, we're not really going to trust the Lord with all our heart. We're not really going to rely on him instead of our own understanding until we really know what the Lord is like, right? Isn't that true in other areas of your life? I mean, why is it that you don't just withdraw all of your money from the bank and put it in a sack and walk up to somebody that you meet on the street and ask them to take care of it for you? Because you don't know that person. You don't trust that person. That person might steal all of your money. That that person might not know the first thing about safeguarding your money. That person's not FDIC insured, but your bank is. In all your ways, acknowledge the Lord. This is my point. The better that you come to know the Bible, the better you will come to know the Lord. And the more that you come to know Him, the easier it becomes in life to trust in Him to rely on him and not on yourself and not on your skills and not on your money and not on your whatever. And the better that you know him, the less often you will choose ways in life that threaten your connection to him, that threaten your very spiritual survival. So when things start to go haywire in your life, When you find yourself feeling unhappy in life, when you're looking for something different in life, don't follow your heart. I know that's what people are telling us all the time, right? Follow your heart. But in some areas of life, that can be extremely dangerous advice because our heart, your heart, is plagued by sin. And that means that your desires in life often stand in opposition to what God tells you here is off limits in his word or is completely the opposite of what human logic might tell you. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 12 says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end it is a road to death. For your spiritual survival, instead of following your heart, instead follow him. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Instead of making it all about you, instead of making it all about how you feel or what you want, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Lord, I know what your word says. I know what your will is. You've told me so right here in your holy word. I know that that there are sinful paths that I might be tempted to take, but led by your Holy Spirit, relying on your word, relying on your wisdom, I am committing myself today to following you, Lord, your word and your will. I won't rely on my own understanding. I will acknowledge you in all my ways.
Will that be easy? Nope. Will that be the popular path to take in life? Probably not. Will it oftentimes fly in the face of what your heart is telling you to do? Probably so. But check out God's promise, trusting in him wholeheartedly, not leaning on my own understanding, but acknowledging him and his will in all my ways, he says. He will make your paths straight. How? By removing all of the obstacles and stumbling blocks that get in the way of you following the path that he would have you walk. By giving you a steadfast, broken, contrite, repentant heart when you stray off of that path. And then by forgiving you and restoring you and setting you back on the path because he's a good and gracious God. By walking with you on that path, never leaving or forsaking you for even a moment, but holding you up with his promises when you feel as though you simply can't go on a minute longer. And that's why, led by the Holy Spirit, you can trust in the Lord with all your heart. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Acknowledging him is not just a polite tip of the cap to the so-called man upstairs. In all your ways, acknowledging him is not just remembering to say a prayer before you start eating dinner. Acknowledging him in all your ways is not even an obligatory appearance at church now and then as long as you don't have more pressing things to do that day. It's more than that. It's turning over all your ways to him. It's depending on him for your spiritual survival. And doing so with a happy heart because you know already how your story will end. A grand prize that is beyond our wildest imagination. The Lord will make you your path straight to a never-ending perfect life in heaven. That gift, that prize that has been won for you already by your Savior Jesus Christ. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Because, see, sometimes we tend to lose sight of the big picture. Friends, the point of all of this, hearing and studying the word of God, praying to him, gathering here to worship and praise him and to recharge our spiritual battery. The point of denying ourselves every day and taking up our cross as we follow Jesus, our Savior, the point of all of this is simply this. To find ourselves living the ultimate dream. When all is said and done, to be standing, gathered at the nail-pierced right hand of Jesus our Savior on Judgment Day. When all is said and done to hear that precious Christ joyfully welcoming us into the heaven that he won for us. 
And that, dear friends, is why in the faith that he's blessed you with, you can trust him with all your heart. You can refuse to rely on your own understanding. You can acknowledge him in all your ways. Spiritual survivors, save forever for a glorious life with him in heaven, a life that we'd never miss for all the world. Lord, keep us faithful. Amen.